Spader. Unfortunately, Holden is not able to join us tonight. Um, he's dead. <laughs> we have with us two co-hosts to go go along on this uh, baseball journey with us. Uh, we have my co-author, Kevin Reby, and the owner of Might Be News, Taylor Cooper. Hi, everybody. What's going on, man? Uh so, Taylor, you um, you started this uh, company. I guess it's not unlike what Kevin did here with Blue Wire, where you have might be news. Uh, just you want to quick quickly run me down on some of the uh, things you got on your network? Sure, absolutely, man. We got a bunch of shows. Uh, first of all, thank you for having uh, me and Kevin Reevy on your show. We uh, we have uh, might be news. It's the might be news network. Uh, so might be news, relatable radio, might be brews, might be tunes, Novak and Franz. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Oh, might be sports. Uh, me and Kevin <laughs> Reeve do might be sports on the might be news network. And, uh, uh, we have a lot of fun. We haven't been doing it as much, uh, just with the whole pandemic and, uh, just craziness, uh, going on, but I've been working a lot as well, but we, we put out. Uh, when we're in full swing, we're putting out four to five shows a week and uh, having a lot of great, great times, great conversations. Uh, MBNnetwork.com is where you find us. That's MBNnetwork.com. Check us out. Yeah, and you guys have been kind enough to have me on a few times to talk yeah. some baseball. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've had you on uh, Might Be Sports quite a few times. We've done some really cool interviews. Um, with with uh, uh, Meredith Wills as well, uh, the the lady who broke the news about the baseballs being uh, uh, <laughs> rigged, so to speak. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of great times on the network. Uh, Might be brews is a lot of fun. Uh, they do a beer podcast and they do a lot of live stuff. So check them out. Might be brews. Um, we we just have a great time. We just have a great time. We haven't like I said, haven't been doing it quite as much. Uh, just because of social distancing and it's summertime as well now people are taking vacations and doing things but uh check us out because we'll be back we'll be doing a lot more than what we're doing right now but i'm excited to be here and talk some sports i'm excited to hear sports are starting to kind of come back and uh i'm looking forward to hear what you guys think about the uh, certainly baseball coming back that's what this show's about but um i know a lot of a lot of things are kind of in motion, and I, I haven't really been able to keep track of everything, so I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. Hey, yeah, you know, Taylor, we might actually have to do a, a new episode of Might Be Sports next week. We got a lot going on. We, we haven't do. caught up, so 
if anybody wants to check that out, maybe we'll do a uh, bonus episode next week. Yeah, let's do that. We should. <laughs> well, that's kind of why I was glad to be able to have you on and uh, do this show, because like we said, you know, typically you'd have Mike B Sports going and you'd have me on to talk about all this stuff going on. Right. Uh, but, you know, the three of us can dive into it here and just let's do that. Kev, I'm I'm curious. Are you happy with the way everything ended up? Or, I mean, obviously, you're glad baseball's coming back. But uh, what do you think about how it all played out and how long it all took? Well, it's obviously a huge disaster that it took as long as it took. And I think if you look at it from purely like an analytical standpoint, uh, I guess you'd say most would agree maybe the owners, quote unquote, won. But how can you say that with the damage that was done to their reputation? Um, clearly, the uh, public seems to be on the side of the players um, for the most part. That's usually the case. But it's just this whole process was so dirty. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of blame to go on both sides but the sport is in trouble right now and personally you know I'm, I'm looking forward to just having baseball um you know whether i'm watching it intently or just having something on in the background it's important i mean it, you need distractions in life i mean there's a lot of serious stuff going on uh in the world right now and you can't downplay the importance of sometimes you need to take a step back so whatever baseball looks like this season, it's going to be weird. It's going to be different. But just having something there every day is going to be really important, I think. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, however, some of these changes I just can't get behind. Uh, I'm curious about what both of you guys think about it. Uh, Taylor, I know you're not the biggest baseball fan in the world, but still a Phillies fan and still follow the team. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the idea of having a runner on second base for no reason? to just try to get the game over with in the 10th inning. What is this? This is a new rule. See, this yes. is what I, this is what I couldn't wait to hear <laughs> you guys talk about, because I know that there's like a plethora of new things that they're doing. My first question is, is like, are these new rules rules just for this season, this like makeshift season that they're trying to patch together and kind of exposed, like Revy said, the sport to the world as being kind of just like a, bickering uh parents almost you know uh but are these are these changes just for this season so I, i'll tell you some of them um will be however something like the universal dh they said all right we're going to do it in 2020 and 2021 and then the assumption all along has that been in 2022 after the collective bargaining agreement part mm -hmm. of that agreement would be to bring the universal dh to baseball uh, I actually shot Lance McCullers Jr. a text earlier, and I said congratulations to him because uh, he is now the last pitcher, probably in baseball history, who will have a World Series RBI. Wow. <laughs> wow, you're right. That's crazy. That's crazy. So that's I mean, going to be You never know. Some of these the pitchers can rake. You never know when it might pop up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, uh, Kev, I mean – you grew well, up loving this game. What, like, what the, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, explain this guy, this runner on second rule to me. But what the is whole that? thing is, the whole thing is weird. I mean, it's not the first time this was brought up. This was uh, kind of stirring around for the last few years. I'm obviously against that kind of stuff, but I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually for the DH. 
says, you know, some extreme things. I'm not like a quote unquote purist too much of the time. I mean, I've been for the DH for a long time. To be honest, I think a lot of people are anti DH because of the goddamn Bull Durham movie. I mean, I, oh, it's, <laughs> it's some like sacred thing. It's been in the American League for how, God, how long? So, I mean, who cares? It's, I, I, I like the idea of having the same rules in both leagues. So, I, it's dumb. Um, you know, it's, I, having the pitcher hit, I think is kind of a silly thing. I remember years ago, my uncle, not a sports fan. He asked me like, why can't pitchers hit? And I was a kid and I'm like, you know, that's a really good point. Why can't they hit? And if you think about it, you know, they got to focus on pitching the whole goddamn time. Well, if that's the truth and it is the truth, why have them hit? It's stupid. They can't do it. They're not good at it. They got to focus on what they do. Pitch every fifth day, whatever, get them out of the batter's box. It's stupid. Well, as you know, I'm a little bit more of a purist and, I prefer the National League rules to the American League rules. Having said that, of course, I pulled heavily for Edgar Martinez to get in the Hall of Fame because baseball decided the designated hitter was going to be part of the sport in 1972 or 74. It's escaped me at the moment. But um, what's going to happen, Taylor, with this rule is in the 10th inning, as soon as the game goes into extras, the last player for each team to make an out in the ninth inning is automatically going to second base. Wow. So it's like their way of just short shortening the overtime, so to speak. Uh, basically. Potentially. But the thing with this is, you know, me being a by the numbers guy, I did the math and there were 2,429 games played last season of which 208 went into extra innings and uh, 17 uh, 117 of them beyond the 10th inning. Uh, there will be 900 games played this season, uh, 15 of which will still go beyond the 10th inning uh, just by the numbers. Uh, so congratulations, Rob Banford. You have made about 25 games a little bit shorter. <laughs> right. What's right. it going to so do with ERAs, too? It's going to really mess with some people's. No, uh, it's not. So there, it doesn't harm pitchers ERA, but he will. Uh, catch an L in the event that he loses. Okay, that it, it just dawned on me. I hadn't even thought about that. But somebody proposed uh, something very interesting to me on Twitter earlier, and that was, imagine if this shit happens when somebody has a no hitter or a perfect game going, and it goes into extras, and then you throw a guy on second base. What then? That can't count, right? Like that wouldn't. They uh, have to I, add a stipulation or something. Right. Right. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that rule. I think that sounds a little silly to me. I understand the idea behind it because one of the one of the big complaints from non-baseball fans about baseball is, oh, it's too long, it's boring, and uh. But I, as as someone who isn't a diehard baseball fan, I don't really feel that way. Um, but I understand their point. So. You know, I get the fact that they want to shorten games somehow and extra innings. You got some of these games, the ones that don't the ones that do make it past 10 might go 15. (laughs) You know, there's been some that go almost until the next day. And, you know, I I don't know. Aside from the whole no hitter stipulation, they got to figure that out for sure, because I'd be I'd be hot. That would be terrible. You know, like, oh, yeah, and then, with, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Go, go ahead. There's, there, there's, a, there's just a number of different, like some silly rules that they have. Like the players are forbidden from spitting. How are they going to, 
how are they going to handle that? Oh, because of the coronavirus? Right. They're not allowed to spit. Um, <laughs> I, I actually sent a um, – I saw a tweet from – what was it? I think Bob Nightingale saying that you know players can't do this, they can't do that. And then he also said that they're not allowed to shower after the game. So I went and sent that to uh, Cameron Rupp, who's a former, former Phillies catcher, and I said – Dude, I really hope you get the call to the bigs uh, again this season because you'd be in your glory. You wouldn't have to shower. <laughs> Man, now, you know, that's where, I, that's where I draw the line. I mean, you know, DH, no DH. You take spitting out of the game and I'm out. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a very important part of the game. Spitting, I mean, what's the rule on crotch grabs? Is there like, are you allowed a certain amount? Because if that's spitting. off the table too, then I don't <laughs> so, know. It's spitting and then the net for Reevee. <laughs> Maybe we can finally get a – can we I – mean, I don't know if we can convince Major League Baseball that it's um, that it's not clean to, you know, step out of the batter's box and adjust your batting gloves 17 times between pitches. But if we can convince them that that's unhealthy, that'd be great for the game. So it's funny you bring up the crotch grabs, which um, I don't believe were addressed. However – uh, there will be no butt slaps. Oh, that that was always weird for me. I don't know uh, when I was a kid, and there was always like the butt slap thing. I never knew how to do it. Maybe um, <laughs> it always seemed weird to me. I was like, is is there a squeeze? You just go like total like oh, no. flat, flat it's hand just, kind of. It's like a high feel. yeah. It's like a high five for your butt cheek. It's just flat. There's, there's a feel to it that I never really got a hang, got the hang of. So I just yep. tried to avoid it at all, at all costs. And, um, I'm sure there was probably a moment where when I was a kid, when I did it wrong, and I actually <laughs> accidentally squeezed somebody's ass and it scarred me for life. But yeah, I bet I you know. scarred there. I bet you scarred them for life as well. <laughs> that always kind of bothered me. I mean, I'm, I'm not into the whole like intimacy, you know, I, I don't want to get into a long tangent here, but, you know, I've got a big family. Every Christmas, you got to hug and kiss everybody, and it just gets weird. The one good thing about coronavirus is that that's all off the table. But slowly, <laughs> slowly, it's coming back, and I just, I still keep my distance. It's got nothing to do with me being scared of the virus or anything. I mean, I'm probably going to get it regardless. But I'm loving this no hug and kiss policy that we've adopted. You heard it Basically. here on the walk off. <laughs> Kevin Reeve, best thing to ever happen to him. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even put that out there, but I mean, it gets a little ridiculous. And then we can, we can get, it's kind of like the butt slap thing. I don't know which side of the, like, which cheek you're supposed to kiss uh, your, your aunt. I don't know. I've never understood how that works. And I always seem to pick the wrong side. Is there like, was there a meeting about this stuff? I have no idea how this stuff works, but I always seem to make it awkward. There's something wrong with me. Breaking news. Kevin Reevy has intimacy, intimacy issues. Oh, yes. I'm learning things about myself. When I'm saying this stuff out loud, I think I might be weird. Dude, you know what? Like, watching baseball without them spitting might be just as weird as watching baseball without any fans in the state in the stadium. Like, they're, they're I, don't, I don't understand how they're going to enforce that. Like, I don't what, think it's possible. I don't it think they're going be. to. Is, isn't it funny that this is where we're at when if you go back – to baseball 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you had Moises Alou didn't want to wear batting gloves, so he would piss on his hands so they would get calloused up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that pee makes your hands calloused, 
But uh, uh, I may or may not yeah, have tried it a couple times. Yeah, when you I was did. In Don't Italy. deny it. Don't <laughs> deny it. You're into some weird stuff, Ryan. You knew it. So one of the last things I want to get to uh, get to with you guys is all of the prop bets that are coming out because we talk uh, gambling on this show. Holden and I uh, before his unfortunate demise, and um, this one I found rather intriguing. Uh, it is over under. For most home runs hit by a single player. Now, there's stipulations on this that there must be at least 58 regular season uh, games for action. Uh, Preseason and postseason home runs do not count. So it's just in the regular season, in the supposed 60-game season. Kev, where do you think they set that? All right. So this is – all right. We got 60 games. Um Give me a second. Do the math. Uh, home run leader, you're saying overall. DH overall. Uh, I'm going to say. Shit, that's too many. Uh, uh, mm, shit. 25. 25 would be well over. Yeah. The shit. over uh, under they set. 18. 18. Now, 20, right? Shit. So think about this, though. It's over under of 20. The, uh, 20 homers over 60 games. Um, uh, extrapolated out to a full season would be 54 home runs. But you also got to understand that guys get hot. And yeah, I that's saw what I'm thinking. Trevor Plouffe uh, said, like, w- was talking to people saying, like, ah, what do you think is going to happen? So I'm leaving the over because at least one player had at least 20 home runs through the team's first 60 games in 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 19. It didn't wow. happen in 2018, but three guys had 19 home runs. And these guys are jumping right into what Charlie Manuel used to call hitting season. You know, with the nice weather, the ball flies a little better. Um, having said that, I don't think any of these guys are going to do what Barry Bonds did from April 12th uh, to June 22nd, 2001. And that was 60 games played with 37 home runs. Wow. That's crazy. That is insane. Wow. I was just thinking about him the other day, you know, for everybody who's, you know, it, it's crazy to think, but, you know, we're getting into a whole generation of baseball fans that never really remember seeing him play. And it really was like maybe no player in the history of baseball, if you threw him a strike, he was going to get a base hit. He was going to knock it out of the stadium. It's just, it's the way it was. It's I think he can still hit. I'm like any player ever. His And it was all... His eyesight. He had this unbelievable ability to see the ball. And it's forget the strength. Everybody wants to say, you know, the steroids, the size of his head, whatever. It was his eyesight. I don't know what steroids has to do with that or doesn't have to do with that. But, man, like, we'll never see that again. Now, do you know what he said when he was asked about the uh, sign stealing? What did he say? He said, why, why steal signs? You just steal the pitch. <laughs> Like you yeah. just see the way that it's rotating. It's it's, it's the easiest thing to do. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, you hear stories about him seeing the individual stitches on the ball and all that kind of stuff. It's Writing crazy. numbers on it and reading what number it is. It's ridiculous. Did you guys see the um, complete flip here? Do you see the uh, Twitter argument going on with Aubrey Huff and Kurt Schilling and um, yeah. Trevor Bauer? No. Oh, it was. These guys are all just chirping at each other. It's we got to get back on the field because 
it's, it's the word ridiculous. Twitter. You have the alumni and the current players fighting on Twitter. Oh, yeah, right, right. And then well, Kurt Schilling of, deactivates his account, and everybody, you know, is tweeting out there, it's a victory. It's like, what, why does everybody have to, like, silence everyone? And that's a victory. I mean, you know, it's whether you like what somebody's saying or not. I mean, just let them talk. Well, it's not that hard. We not had um, Schilling on this show, and it was actually a really interesting interview. Uh, he, he is, uh, he's a little aggressive. Holden um, old, old <laughs> was pushing his buttons a little bit. May he rest in peace. And, um, and, uh, I was, you know, going mostly by the numbers and everything. And, um, it, it was a pretty interesting interview overall. He gave us like 45 minutes, uh, seemed, you know, like a nice enough dude, but like you said, people just don't like the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my favorite players of all time. He's, uh, I just, I pretty much leave it there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, uh, you know, Nolan Ryan's my favorite player of all time. I don't know what he's doing right now i i know uh he briefly got involved i don't know if he's still involved with nolan ryan stakes but i've i've never partaken i'm sure he makes a mean ribeye but i couldn't care less either way (laughs) speaking of uh stealing signs um do you think that because the season got pushed back and things have obviously changed a bit do you think that that has alleviated some of the aggression towards that Astros team that we were seeing kind of leading up to uh, spring training that never happened? Uh, I think so, uh, especially because it looks like the Astros may be one of the few teams who are allowed to have like 25% capacity for fans because, um, you know, they play in Texas, pardon me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I think we're going to see a little bit less of that hostility. People will still talk smack on Twitter and everything. But then also there were reports leaking out that the Yankees were involved in some of that, too. And I've always said that I've never singled out an individual or other teams. But I believe I said on uh, Might Be Sports that I know for a fact eight or nine other teams were involved in this. And I can tell you right now that banging a trash can isn't the best way to do this. Right. Banging a trash can is what got these guys caught. You mean to tell me that banging a trash can was the most efficient method of sign delivering? No. Yeah. Right. There's got to be a, a more detailed and incognito way of doing that, right? Uh, I, I would I, I would think so, but I, I'm going to leave that <laughs> at, at that for the time being. Uh, <laughs> So I let just last thing. I know I said this already, but I just thought of it. Uh, let's let's bring back uh, the old segment that um, we've done on Might Be Sports so many times. Why don't you guys throw me a player and I'll give you a stat? Oh, oh yeah, what, easy what did on we me, call though, this? This is the, my show. <laughs> the Spader game. This was called the Spader, the Spader game. game. Yeah. You go first to give me a minute to think of a baseball player. Well, all right, I got a guy. Um, <laughs> this is probably going to stump you a little bit. You're going to see a guy. Uh, I see a guy. Uh, I forget. How, how does that, that go? Um, uh, now you got me going on. No, friggin- just come up the Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with his. All right. Sorry. Um, all right. I, I was just, you know, canoodling around on baseball reference today. How about uh, Stan Lapata? No, you're an asshole. Why not? He's, he's a former <laughs> Philly right up your. I have right nothing. up your alley. You got nothing on him? <laughs> you see, I thought you'd have something on him because, well, here's the reason why. 
I now now you make me look bad on my own show. You're never coming well, back. I was surprised. That's terrible, I was, Kev. I was surprised by how good he was. I surprised. I was surprised that he had 32 home runs in one season. I, I believe. I don't know. If he was playing first base at that point in his career, or if he was a catcher. But if he was a catcher, he had 32 home runs in one season. That was surprising to me. And I think that probably would have been in you know the 1950s. That probably would have been a, a record for a Phillies catcher at that time. But that's what I was leading to. But I could be totally wrong. He could be playing first base, and I'm an asshole. So. Um, I'll think of another one. Let me, uh, here, I'll go. Go. Uh, Cause I just saw, uh, I don't know. I don't remember who posted it or why, but, um, I saw somebody posted a, a quick video, uh, the other day that I saw Ken Griffey Jr. Just swinging the bat. And I just, it just made me miss watching him play baseball so much. He wasn't, he wasn't my favorite player, but I, he was just an incredible player. So Ken Griffey Jr. is my player for the Spader game. So I'm going to give you one uh, crossover here for both you and Kev. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's a negative one for Ken Griffey Jr., however. Griffey <laughs> Jr. and Griffey Sr. are among the fathers and sons who were struck out by Nolan Ryan. Uh, Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonds also on that list. Um there's several others as well. It's just incredible what uh, Nolan Ryan did and his longevity. But for a positive Ken Griffey Jr. stat, he played 403 games from September 19th, 1995 to July 14th, 1998, averaging 60 home runs and 157 RBI per 162 games played. Wow. Both very incredible stats. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes me think. You said uh, the sweet swing of Ken Griffey Jr. I have a weird one, like my favorite swing of all time. And it's it's annoying and obnoxious, but I my favorite swing of all time was he stopped Choi of the Chicago Cubs. And I'm I sure you don't have a stat on him. because he wasn't I, I'm going gonna, gonna to look. I, I don't think so. Uh, but in the event that I don't, we are um, canceling your, te- uh, your, your turn because <laughs> you have now made me look awful. Twice. <laughs> yeah, but, but really, I, I, I was going to say, because as I was looking up, somehow when I went from Stan Lapata, I, I ended up at Hideki Matsui. And I was I, I would look back on his career. You got anything on Matsui? No, I, I mean, I actually do have some stuff <laughs> on uh, Choi. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. All right. So he's second all time in uh, double digit home run home run seasons among South Korean natives. Uh Shinsu Chu, though, has more than double than yeah. every South Korean native combined ever. So wow. uh, Chu is probably the best ever uh, South Korean born player. Um, but then uh, you got Chan Ho Park as well, who's pretty damn good. Kev. Yeah, he had a good career. Kev, why don't you uh, plug our book? <laughs> Incredible baseball stats, uh, initials IBS, like uh, what I've been experiencing this this past <laughs> week while I've been on vacation. Um, yeah, check it out on Amazon.com. Incredible baseball stats. We're on uh, edition number two uh, with the aforementioned uh, forward from Lance McCullers and, of course, the great Wade Boggs. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, the uh, coolest, strangest stats and facts in baseball history. We... Um, the, the idea for the book was kind of to do a little bit of a Bill James thing 
but to make it uh, accessible for everybody. Sometimes you can get kind of bogged down by stats. And at the end of the day, we wanted to make people open up the book and say, God damn, that's cool. And that's that was the goal. We just tried to put a bunch of stories and stats and facts together to make people realize how cool the sport of baseball really is. And uh, Taylor, one more time, where can we find everything might be news? Might be news network. We go to mbnnetwork.com. Super easy. It's never been easier to find all the podcasts that we do, uh, including uh, links to our sponsors. You know me as CBD. Go to mbnnetwork.com. You know who sponsors this program? Who's that? Blue Chew. Ooh, Blue Chews. I haven't gotten any free samples yet, though. Oh, what? <laughs> Guys, I really appreciate filling in. Um, I guess I'm going to have to find a new uh, permanent host because Holden's deceased. Wow. Rest in peace, man. It's so sad. In memory. My best to his family. Thank you for having us on, man. I really appreciate it. It's great being here. Thanks, guys. A lot of fun. This was fun, man. All right. That was the walk-off. My makeshift episode without having Holden to lean on to be an actual host. I hope it was all right for everybody, and I hope I never have to do it again.